Today we have a really, really interesting show featuring a true queen and a true businesswoman. She is the CEO or the queen bee as she calls herself of the popular chain, The Picture Company. She's also a very active member of the prestigious entrepreneurs organization known as EO, where she travels around the world to attend their global meetups. She's also a really accomplished yogi, mom of two grown boys, a cancer warrior, a divorce survivor, and she embodies the very word success. She's one of the strongest, most fabulous women I know. Eileen Juan. Welcome, Leans. How are you? Wow. Thank you, Ellie. That's such a kind and generous introduction. You're always full of sunshine and positivity. I love being around you. Oh, I love being around you. Wait, before we start, I have an icebreaker question for you. If you had a time machine, would you go back in time to the past or into the future? And what would you fix? Wow, I never go back to the past because I love everything that's happened about to me. So yeah. definitely in the future, what would I fix? Maybe I just want to see like, um, there's nothing I want to fix. It's more like insight into what we can do better or what any insight that would help us into navigating this, this, this dimension or this yeah. where we are right now. Yeah. yeah. Great answer. Jen, what about you? What would you fix? Ah, also in the future. Yeah. Um, I not really fix, but I'd like to see my my boys um, in good, you know, living a good, really good life. Yeah. Healthy, Aww. yeah. That's and so also, nice. Yeah, my daughter. So yeah, that's that's what I wanna see. Yeah. How about you, Ellie? <laughs> uh, me, definitely the future. Uh, I want to I wanna, um, dial into my higher selves and ask them the shortcut to what I'm supposed to learn in this <laughs> lifetime. Another hack. Yeah, can you, can you please, can you just give, it, give me the messages in a month instead of five years so that I can accomplish everything now? It's <laughs> ng download it. So yun, yeah. Fast track it, ano? <laughs> yeah, fast track it talaga. There's so many things we need to fix. But anyway, I think we're on all, all on track. 
So everyone, um, if you guys didn't know, you probably don't know that I've known Eileen since we were teenagers and <laughs> also went to the same college together. So the side that I know of Eileen is that of being an, a really amazing mom and an incredible yogi. But I know <laughs> nothing about her entrepreneur side, which is a really big part of who she is. So it had to take a podcast guesting for me to find out what that's all about, right? So Lise, tell us um, what sparked um, the picture company for you? What sparked the picture company? I remember so clearly I was in the U.S. and my son Rafa was maybe a year or two years old. And I saw this studio and it was just powered by one woman. And she was, you know, she did everything. She was doing the creative photography. She was handling the babies. And I said, what a great concept. And I was wondering why we didn't have anything like that in the Philippines. So I kept telling my photographer friends, hey, guys, you should do this. It's such a great concept. And then my second son was born, Joaquin. And then I started asking people again, hey, you guys should do this. And it's interesting that nobody wanted to do it. So because we didn't have a studio here that was kid-friendly, I said, Ako na lang, I'll do it na lang, right? Let's just do this. And I started talking to uh, photographer friends like Dale Diaz and people I respected in photography. And we just decided, yeah, let's just do this. So we just went on and, you know, hired teachers, preschool teachers, anyone who loves kids. And that was the inspiration just because I wanted it for my two boys as well. Aww. And I know those two boys really well. I saw them when they're just pulling gits and now they're like really, really tall. Mamas. Yeah. Wow. That's so wonderful. Where was this? Was this in the U.S. or was it in Canada? In the U.S. I think it was in L.A. or, or no, San Francisco in Burlingame or something like that. And, and Such you a cute this- you really haven't changed because she's like, ako na lang gumawa nito. She's been that way since high school. Ako na lang mag-leader nito. Ako yung leader nito. Ako yung project manager nito. Talaga lahat na. Look who's talking. Are you kidding? No, this is you. This it was is meant you. to be for you, actually. Yeah. You've been running around asking people, you know, your friends to just do it. And nobody wanted to do it. So it was really yeah. meant for you. Yeah. That's right. That's wow. right. So what were your early struggles in the beginning weeks when you were putting up TPC and it's like a pioneer company? You know, I, I, uh, this is 18 years ago, Ellie, right? So um, nobody, nobody thought that a concept like that would work. And I remember they asked, how much would you charge? And I said, 750 per 8 by 10. And at that time, Kodak was charging 50 pesos for an 8 by 10 So that's what people used as a benchmark. So I think education was the number one struggle. Like, why is this important to you and why you should take um, milestones or, or, you know, record the milestones of your kids or why this is valuable. So, so educating them that we hire photographers who are artists. And so what you're paying for is their work and their talent and not and, you know, because people are saying, why is it 750 per 8 by 10? Why can't it just be 50 pesos? And we're, it, it really was a struggle to um, just educate people why it's important to, to document and to pay for, for art or talent, for somebody else's talent. Yeah. I think that would be the biggest, the biggest one. Yeah. How, how long did that last? Like, you know, educating people. Did it, did it last for months, years? You know, Jen, that's a great question because no social media, right? So we, we didn't yeah. have much marketing materials. And 
wala pang Photoshop noon. So I couldn't even, I mean, I'm sure there was, but it wasn't accessible to us, right, in our laptops. Yes. Um, so remember, this was the time na only artists had Macs, right? Um, they had those blue blueberries, Bayon, or whatever. But those, those, those old Macs, they were so cute. So, <laughs> so um, how long did it take? You know, it's interesting because one side was resisting it. Another side, like media, was playing it up. Like we got so many interviews, uh, TV, paper, magazines. We were being interviewed all the time because... People are also amazed with how how fast or how how big it 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 got in the first year and and the waves it was making because it was like creative photography. We're playing with kids. It's just like a playroom, and you could see, you could feel the energy that everybody was just enjoying themselves. The people working there, they were we were playing, and you know how what babies do, right, Ellie? Yeah, they just change the energy of a place. So you can just imagine the energy in our first studio, our first year. It was just amazing. So, so how long did it take? I would say one to three years. Matagal. There was a lot of struggle with sales, even when we would educate our photographers how to sell. Because the way we would sell is, we're not trying to hard sell you. We're trying to convince you, sayang naman if you walk away from your own baby's photos, right? Because they won't look like that tomorrow. They won't look like that next week. They won't look like that next month. So educating our salespeople to convince clients, don't walk away from this, sayang. Um, I realized the salespeople also had their own I don't know if insecurities is the word or belief system that we shouldn't pay so much for a photo. And I don't, as an artist, 18 years ago, we don't deserve to be paid this much for our talent. So even that had a lot of changing. And I don't think you can change that by awareness. It's by habit, right? Like habit to accept that, hey, I deserve this. I deserve to get paid this much for the work that I did. And it was a beautiful transformation to see people accept that, oh, I'm worth that, diba? And to get to get um to get uh, appreciated for their work. So I would say one to three. I, I know it's a long ano, but matagal talaga. Galing. But I I still think you're unrivaled, right? I don't think there's anybody quite doing what you're doing where it's a chain of ano, of uh, stores, diba? in all the malls. I do believe that ano, um, we are unrivaled, dying to hold the babies and to take photos of babies. And that's that's the energy. And um, I, I do believe there are many photographers who do great work, except that um, as a customer, it's harder to get, it's harder to book a single person, right? As compared to just going online and booking with us or just walking in the mall and talking to any of our friendly, baby-friendly photographers, yeah, I, I, we're still the number one brand. I would. Yeah, yeah, and that that when you talk about culture, that culture is really imbibed by by Eileen. I mean, the happy and the cool, <laughs> the funny, all of her whole staff. They wear costumes and they do all these events together. I think it's really your energy that's really you know eking out to them, making them you know it's contagious. Cause. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something we love that Ellie, especially when she brings her her whole family of stuffed toys to our studios. <laughs> it's the only stuffed toy friendly studio in the Philippines <laughs> where you can bring your own. I love it. The TPC picture companies where I go. If I need anything for passports or driver's license, whatever, it's really TPC. 
<laughs> There's no other place to go. There used to be photo me, which incidentally photo me, right? Wasn't that yeah. your place? Yes, yes, my dad's. Yeah. yeah. Photo me used to be the, I mean another brilliant concept, right? <laughs> Before the instant photos. Do you, and we would all stuff ourselves in there, the right? high school. <laughs> exactly. I wish we still had those pictures. No, they're so funny. Yeah. When you uh, say, for example, accept a photographer, do you have a certain requirement that you want to see of them? Yes, Jen. Good question. When they want to join your um, your group or your yes, company. yes. Actually, um, the to to join us, the email where you send your stuff is auditions at picturecompany.com.ph because they have to audition for it. And before we would say, okay, um, uh, you can send a song, a video of you doing a song. You can send a collage. You can make cake. You know, we used to have a room filled with like creations, like high school projects, right? A memorable one would be this big roll of film. And to see her uh, resume, I had to pull the film out and her resume was there. I wow. thought that was <laughs> Sometimes people would come and do a, uh, uh, you know, a theatrical whatever there. And um, we tried not to hire photographers in the beginning because we didn't want them to have this, um, this is how photography should be done. So in, in the beginning, we were hiring very creative people. As long as you love kids, we'll teach you how we do our photography. So we had a, our own training and our own unique brand of photography. You're, the required, what's required from you is that you love babies, you're very good with families, and then... You go through an audition, right? And aside from the audition, you have a tryout weekend where you don't, the team doesn't just get to try out with you, but you get to see, is this a place where I could thrive, right? So they'll have a tryout weekend, Saturday and Sunday. And we've had a lot of people falling out of that. Oh my God, retail's not for me. But those that are really into kids, talagang, you know, they'll enjoy that weekend and then the team will evaluate them and they get to evaluate also whether they want to be with us. Um, and I think that's the secret also to why we gel with everybody because the team chooses you and you choose the team. Yeah. Was it hard to look for, you know, with this requirement that we have in the beginning? Was it hard? So many people would call me and say, how do you hire your staff? And I really believe like attract, like you attract the kind of energy you're putting out there. So from our ads, you can already see that, oh, this is the vibe of this company, right? We have really playful ads where let's say all these girls are stuffed, girls and boys are stuffed into a little combi, like Scooby-Doo van. And we're all sticking our heads out with our cameras and stuff saying, hey, we want you to join our bus, right? Um, join our team, you know, ride this bus, and you can tell, ah, okay, I'm going to be playing in this company. But as soon as they're interviewed, we have two kinds of interviews. No? So the one is called the who interview. And this interview, um, the manager will write down what are the three competencies that we need for this role. So depending on, on what you're applying for, right? And you're going to be interviewed around those three competencies so that it's a very strong fit. So um, what's required of the interviewer is to write down, okay, these are the three main competencies, right? And we're only going to interview your history around those competencies. We're not going to ask for what would you do? It's like, what have you done? No. So for example, one competency would be um, 
I don't know, give me, let's say for marketing, let's say it's social media, right? So what have you done in terms of managing a business online, blah, blah, blah. And it has to be historical. So the one interview would be all the, the three, the only, I have to focus on three competencies so that we can really see your fit. And the second one would be your values. So our number one value is heart of service. And we're going to be interviewing around, you know, um, how have you served lately? Where do you volunteer? How do you give yourself? Because we believe our business isn't about selling. It's about giving, giving ourselves to other people, giving our energy. So if there's a bad vibe in that, in that interview, we know already that oh, it's not a good fit. So we follow a lot of intuition when it comes to the values, the values interview. Can they be part of our team? Are they close to their family? Are they good to each other? What good have you done for others? And there has, it has to go around the values of fun, uh, team, leadership, making a difference, being clear about your purpose. But we know that um, the age group that we hire, which are 20s, early 20s, we don't expect them to um, remember a set of values. So our number one value is heart of service. And that's all you have to know as long as, um, you know, you, you have the heart to serve. Wow. You have a very unique, yeah, very unique uh, criteria and way of uh, uh, hiring. And, and I'm glad, I'm, I'm very proud to say you see it in the, yeah. you, you feel it in the company. Yeah, I see it yeah. in all your posts. And it, it actually in the people, when you interact with their, the employees, they're, they look, they're so happy and they're so talented. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Elle. Yeah, super, super. I think I always yeah. text you, I, yeah, I love this girl. She's so yeah, good. Yeah. Can you promote her? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they love you too. Oh. <laughs> So, Leach, you've been a member of Entrepreneurs Organization. You're, are you still part of EO until now? Yes, yes. Yeah. What do you? So what values do you get from from being a part of um, EO? I, my God, EO is just like family. You know, in the beginning, um, when I was still married, I was in spousal forum, and that really allowed me to feel like I'm part of a tribe. And then when I got divorced, I decided to become a member. I was invited by one of the members, you know her, Bubu, Andres. And, and when I started joining in my own business forum, it just, you know, inspired me even more. I remember at that time, that was when my son, Rafa, uh, said, I want to I wanna study in, so in Canada. Yeah. And I said, what? Single mom? Nobody does boarding school as a single mom. You know, nobody sends there. <laughs> No single mom would spend on boarding school, but it really, you know, my, I remember EO inspiring me to just go for what you want to go for, right? So I started saving just for their college or just for their high school. And it, it's EO talaga is galeng because they really, you see other people in your forum who are also doing business. And so you have eight or nine or 10 people you can ask about your business. You're not like, fumbling in the dark or you know it's 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 they always say it's a peer-to-peer -peer learning community but for me it's more than that it's really like family and you feel like you're part of a tribe and if you have like a a, a struggle or a bottleneck it's so nice to be able to just they used to call it your board of directors but they're not it's really family he always really like family a support group a peer learning group so Ellie, you're next. You're just going to be joining EO. <laughs> you have to be like a, a, an entrepreneur. I mean, like a business owner to join or yes. CEO or something. Okay. Yeah, you should have started or co-founded the business. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, okay, I can join. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> You're, I'm going to follow your footsteps. <laughs> okay. Baliktad, I should follow yours. <laughs> no, mine, no, I should follow yours. I'm your, you're my idol. <laughs> so, Lynn, so we know, I know your story, your personal story. I know where you are right now. In fact, it's 6 a.m. where she is, and it's almost 10 p.m. where we are. So, Lynn, tell us why you find yourself in that place right now, which is Vancouver. Why are you there uh, at this time? <laughs> you know, oh my God, what a profound question. It sounds so simple, but I don't know why I'm here. I know why I'm here. Um, so <laughs> what's this? On, on the personal side, I've always put uh, the words Vancouver on my vision board, right? So I keep coming here every year. I've, I got addicted to this place in 2009 when I met Ellie here. Yes. And it was like, wow, oh my God, I'm so in love. And I envied her lifestyle. Um, she would ski in the afternoons after work and ski all the way up tonight, uh, snowboard rather. Snowboard, and on the weekend, yeah. she'd like just take a bus and go for the day to Whistler. It's like, what a life! Or she'll be part of the Olympics or do the fun. There was just so much to do here. So I kept putting okay. Vancouver on my vision board, right? So, but the thing is, I wasn't clear about what I was going to do in Vancouver. I just kept putting post-it notes that said Vancouver. Tinamonangyare ended up here, wow. pero I also don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's just Vancouver, Vancouver. But when COVID happened, um, mm-hmm. my kids were like, Mom, you shouldn't go to Manila yet because, you know, uh, you're immunocompromised. So maybe you're safer there. And I thought it was such a generous act, especially for Joaquin, because he's alone at home. Um, and, and he was like, No, maybe it's safer for you to be there. So I'm still here. <laughs> Still here, six months now, almost, no? Yeah, six months. Yeah, already. Now, today, no. In a week. In a week, yeah. Yeah, in a week. You're enjoying yourself so much? <laughs> well, I mean, it's a different world. Um, but it's gen- for me, it's hard not to enjoy wherever you put me. I'll find a way to enjoy oh, that nice. place. I learned that from Ellie. <laughs> I was just going to say, learn it from you. Anywhere Eileen is, it's like, wow, lit up. Even if it's like a dark, cavernous, whatever, moldy place, if she shows up, sun will shine. Wow. <laughs> so, too, so true. <laughs> We're really like sisters. But I never knew this business side, although I knew, wow, she was amazing. She's like an icon, a business icon. So it's a, wow. a great I'm now a fan of both of you. a <laughs> <laughs> mutual sisterhood. <laughs> yeah. How um if I may ask, do you find it hard to manage your businesses while you're there in Vancouver in this, you know, setup? With COVID, it's very difficult, right? Because a lot of people are working from home and their internet connection's not good or the vibe is really, it's stuck. The energy in Manila feels so stuck. And people, you know, we struggle more not with sales strategies, but with how people are feeling in their homes, being sharing a space while you're trying to work or really, parang my heart goes out to my, my teammates who are at home because... It's not easy. We gain our we get our energy from each other, eh? so we like going to work because we feed off each other's energy. Yeah. And to be working from individual, you know, like if we start a Zoom meeting, you can feel the energy. It's it's not connected, and then so we'll have to do icebreakers and get into the whole 
mood before you get everybody back on on this parang ayaw nga pala this is my purpose this is why I work here it's been a tough uh, six months for us because we can't go to work we it's not the kind of work we can work from home kind of work we we need each other although although we enjoy the feedback I got from them is they enjoy working from home let me rephrase that they enjoy avoiding traffic and the hours it takes to get to work yeah but we thrive with each other's company so that's our challenge but if it weren't covid we've always run the company through um leaders that are competent and these leaders have a set of 3 to 5 metrics that they have to to dashboard or monitor uh for 13 weeks and so the way it works is every 13 weeks which equals to one quarter they have 3 to 7 things they need to accomplish and we don't micromanage anyone they just know those three to seven things but every monday we'll have a meeting where they get to talk about what are the things they're doing and without any excuses they just say where they are in their metrics red yellow or green so you can't explain why you're a red or why you're a yellow or why you're a green basta you're just going to be celebrated if you're red yellow green but if you are struggling with something we will go through your reds the three out of seven right So our three to seven metrics, if let's say you have two reds, at the end of that meeting is an ideas portion, which is um, uh, identify, discuss, and solve. And so we'll go through that so that you can have another empowered week rather than another week of struggling. Because we believe one bad week leads to a bad quarter. How we run the company or the stores from afar is we get in touch with every leader who has to... Um, Uh, carry out whatever metrics they set out for that quarter. So it's it's a very organized way of monitoring everyone's performance and giving them solutions on a weekly basis. And of course there's the daily huddles that also allow them to get in touch with each other on what they're going to accomplish that week. Fantastic. Where do you get um, all these biz ideas like leads who are your business um, gurus and what are your favorite business books? You, you know, th- these these concepts are all borrowed from different EO uh, workshops we've attended. So the first okay. time my team and I went to Malaysia, we attended this event called Taipan, which we repeated for another group in Indonesia uh, that's sponsored by EO and a lot of speakers come or... Vern Harnish was the very first one with Gazelles. I'll, I'll introduce. I, I think I introduced you to Gazelles before, Ellie. But parang that model was more for bigger companies. And and the next time somebody introduced EOS to me, um, it's entrepreneurial operating system. Parang it's made for smaller companies like mine. And so they have a lot of tools. You can search them on YouTube. You could get a, a an EOS implementer to join your company and help you set up your. Uh, implementation or your operational systems. In our case, we started by learning on YouTube and attending EOS uh, workshops. So, and then everybody loved it because this they have a concept called level 10 meeting, and the level 10 meeting cannot last more than two hours. So everybody feels like, yay, I'm not gonna end up in a Monday meeting that's gonna last all day, de ba? We have a timer, and in two hours we're done. And you know we don't. And then I, I, what I love about this meeting is at the end of the meeting they'll say, okay, rate the meeting from a scale of one to ten, and why wasn't it a ten, and why? How can we make it better next time? And so people don't feel like they're dying in meetings. Nice, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so every time they give you a feedback, you improve the meet the meeting structure. Yes, but the meeting structure is the same, except that if somebody's kind of moving, veering off, like 
starting to add things even if it's not in the reco- the time the timer has to be strict so <laughs> someone observes that oh you're going off tangent put that in the parking lot we'll talk about that offline yeah you know so yeah. so the meetings go fast and and it's effective you're not dying in the meeting <laughs> yeah. well, that's a great idea meetings are like oh god the dreaded m word every monday monday meeting that's but, true that's yeah true. but i'm sure your staff love your meetings means I hope so because you know when Ellie started um, introducing bulletproof and then we started getting into Ben Green or whatever, yeah, or let's say IF. I yeah. start bringing all of these concepts also to work. And one of the best things we've learned recently is, or or tried, we started fasting from Sunday night to Monday night, and Mondays are meeting day. So we notice we're so focused in our meetings on Mondays, and that's something that we miss actually fasting together. Because when you take a break for lunch, you end up losing focus when you're already in deep focus, diba. Right? So that's one of the, you were talking about business books. Who was that guy who talked about deep focus? That's a good book. Because when you start deep focus, or deep I'll remember work. it a bit. Not deep work. Deep work? Was it deep work? Is it? Yeah. I'll remember later. But uh-huh. that's one of the books that helped me focus because the moment pala you get distracted by someone even just going to your desk saying, hey, Ellie, do you have a pen? It takes you another 15 minutes to get back into that kind of work, right? So these meetings without lunches were so perfect for us. And in the <laughs> beginning, my friends were saying, oh my God, slave driver, they're the ones who like it because everybody started losing weight, their cholesterol improved, their skin got nicer, their hair got nicer. Everybody <laughs> naging sexy in the office. <laughs> That's the side effect. That's a really good side effect. <laughs> so smart. That's like biohacking your meetings. Perfect. I mean, it's so it's so it's so cute how people love it. Like, and then we started attracting. Let's say Juju eats. They're like, oh, can we do a? a can we record something in your office like you guys eating juju eats during the day because you're such a healthy office so we don't allow junk food so nobody can bring any junk food or any plastic spoon or anything that's single use no you'll never see junk food in our office so when i remember we had a guest one day who brought like jollibee and everybody looked at that person oh my god you brought that into the space (laughs) the same as me when somebody's like Oh my God, the stare down. <laughs> the stare down when somebody comes into unlimited with the jolly bee. Oh, what, what did I do Which wrong? Jen what has I done. Do yeah, I'm guilty. <laughs> okay, lang, I don't do know that what. anymore. Yeah, she does it now. Good girl. <laughs> I mean, you're also, um, you also have a really philanthropic side, right? Uh, I know that because we work you landed together. You also worked on Doi Manila chapter. I worked in the Vancouver chapter because we were all. You're always right. about helping people. Yeah. So, what are the projects that you envision having in the future, or what do you want to see better in the world in that area? Wow. You know, I remember maybe six years ago, my dream was to put up uh, like a because my son's school here is tripartite which is education, sports, and academics, right? And I said, how come we don't have education, sports, academics, and mindfulness, awareness, yeah. or spirituality? But I feel there's a fourth one missing. Yeah. And in my vision, that would be uh, an international school, but in a, on an island in the Philippines where international students Perfect. come and learn because they want a balance, you know, and they could 
they could shine with multiple intelligences, not just the intelligence that we know, which is, oh, we have to go to Ivy League schools and really be very academic and good in math, you know. Um, but uh, now with COVID, I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, we've always been driven. Like, remember, Ellie, when we were, our, our goal was just to get this to the people, or to just get yeah. that, like be the yeah. first to bring water there, be the first to, yeah. or, or, or even the soft side, which is bringing gifts to the Yolanda kids. Yeah. And I think anything that just makes your heart more magnified, yes. for me, attracts me towards that. But your question about what do I see in the future, I'm really not sure. But for me, Education is key anywhere, right? Like even right now in the Philippines, education would really help educating ourselves yeah. first, actually. Yeah. I love that yeah. idea about mindfulness. That's definitely a dimension that's missing in schools. Also, yes. yeah, um, that mindfulness and, and which goes in line with self-regulation also, the ability mm-hmm. to come back to center when you're when kids are, you know, are too um, stressed or have anxiety or being bullied or whatever, the ability yes. to come back to center and to stay in center is really also, I think, really key for a yeah. brighter future for everyone, for our kids, lalo na. I agree. I agree. Because that's I such agree. a superpower. And, not to and then, but, but we depend on the teachers to do that, right? So, yeah. so sometimes I wonder, like you're the one who introduced me to the idea a long time ago of rainbow children or crystal children. Yes. I wonder if there's a way to magnify that through the kids rather than through training the teachers, right? Yeah. I wonder yeah. if there's a way to go directly to the kids because if they were sent here to help us anyway, why would we, the teacher would play such a big role, but what yes. if the education went straight to the child yeah. rather than going through training the teacher to teach the child yeah oh my god you're so right that's one of my missions kids is to really uh, no, um provide a platform for them to thrive it's yeah yeah and you'd be perfect for that for oh. that you pa you're so good with kids <laughs> i love i love your kids but they're taller than me now <laughs> i could be their kid <laughs> But yeah, you're right. But um, also, there should be parang um, programs in place in schools and the government that you know allow for teaching sel- how to self-regulate um, more effectively. Because I don't think that's anywhere. That's not anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like when we were yeah. when we were in school, we were never taught how to come back to center if we were stressed. There was never yeah. that, de ba? Yeah, yeah. College, yeah. even until now, I don't think it's there. But it should be. It's important. Yeah. Yeah, because bullying in schools are what um, cause so many chronic diseases when they become adults. Mm-hmm. Depression, suicide, all of that. And that, that, that's, uh, that's, that's like an uh, epidemic, that's dark, mm-hmm. dark mm-hmm. underground thing that's happening. That shouldn't, really shouldn't. That's right. Yeah. Especially in colleges also where they have the um, sororities and... Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, very, very much rampant. Yeah, that's true. Leans, how did you? Um, okay, so me, I'm a, I'm a newbie business owner. Okay, and I, and I am being, uh, yay, <laughs> and I am being directed and led and guided by, um, by the millennials because this is their mm. stuff. They know their things. Like they know how to brand yes. social. They know how to navigate the social media world. How did you transition to that? Like from 2002. When you started to let's say 2017, 18, 19, when SOCMED became, you know, the thing, the, the way yeah. to, to do PR and marketing. 
Did you guys yeah. have an easy transition to that? You know, um, because I'm not naturally a tech person, it was quite difficult. But the the and I, I end up hiring people who are also um parang they think old, they're not really so young. So in the <laughs> beginning we kept hiring um social media consultants and but they didn't know our business as much as we did. They didn't know our market as much as we did. So it still ended up being uh, us doing the... So until one day we figured out, um, you know what, let's just experiment. Because when when there's some... In any, in any business, right? When there's something you don't know, the first thing you do is look for a coach. But then when you look for a coach and that coach knows only as much as you do, you can either work together. But if you feel you don't find a coach that helps you, become more maximized, then you figure it out on your own. And the thing with social media is it was new to everyone. Yeah. Like the way when we started Picture Company, which I was trying to get to earlier, then I got distracted. Jen asked a question. And I, when we when we started Picture Company, there was no multimedia subject in school. So how do you hire photographers if there was no multimedia subject? And so Benilde was the closest in terms of multimedia, but not really. Eh. There was no photography classes pa 18 years ago. So you can't hire photographers. You have to create them. Same with social media. When it started, everyone's a newbie. So no one's going to be better than you. <laughs> so those experts in social media, the way people are experts now in a lot of things is because they're the thought leader. They're the first to think about it. They're the first to try it out, right? So they say um, uh, prime movers, uh Prime movers, it's always a good advantage point. But really, the, the secondary mover would learn from the primary mover, right? So just we just started experimenting. So we'd launch many Facebook ads and figure out, oh, you're you know drowning your audience. So you pull back, <laughs> and then you try this, and then you'll notice this color works better than this color. So we were just experimenting on our own na lang kasi Uh-oh. everyone's a newbie naman with social media, diba? And so I remember so clearly, I saw Fully Book, uh, their Facebook page. This was a long time ago. Huh? Their Facebook page said 20,000 followers. And I was like, oh, wow, I want 20,000 followers. You know, then 20,000 followers was really amazing. Siguro, I don't know, more than 10 years ago na to. Huh? Yeah, huh? Maybe 13 years ago. Okay. Yeah. Because I was still, I remember I was still married then. And I was so amazed with 20,000 followers. And uh, my goal that year was to reach 20,000 followers for Picture Company. That year, we ended up with 390,000 followers. Wow! Um, so it really shows that just focus on what you want, right? To, to get wow. there. You'll get there. So we were so amazed. Like, oh my God. And at this time, but that was big during that time, right? Everybody was like, how can you monetize this? How can you monetize this? I think 20,000 is still big until now. <laughs> I wish I had 20,000. I still have like 82 or something. <laughs> That's really good. That's really good. Wow. We get there. <laughs> 390,000 leads. Wow. Yeah. Until now? Or did that grow from that time? Now they're at 398. Parang we, we realized. And then that that's when it came na parang you don't want a lot. You don't want quantity. You want quality subscribers. Yeah. Yes. Right? So, and then, diba, at the time, Facebook was it. And then it became IG. And then the younger yeah. moms now, which is our market, does IG. So, moving that to IG was very, ano, for us, uh, challenging. Because we're, I'm like, I'm not my IG. And, oh, diba, yeah. as the leader goes, the pack follows. So, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's also why, Ellie, two years ago, I went on a sabbatical. I felt like Picture Company needed a new leader. Yeah. And we actually did one of our best years last year under the influence of Chiki, who's my partner, general manager. She's um, She led the company last year. And it's mm-hmm. one of the best performing years. So one of the things I learned in business is if somebody knows more than you, you put them in that position, get get out of their way and let them do a good job. And I really admire Chiki for, and her team for what they've done. So a lot of the success of Picture Company, especially last year, which was a record-breaking year for us, is really the team. It's wow. not me. So I got out of the way because I feel I did a better job being the, the trainer, coach, personal development uh, training for the staff. Because what we notice is when the people are in a good mood, uh, sales goes up and our yeah. clients are happier as well. So we also had the least amount of resignations last year because we just focused on happiness and we created happiness surveys on a regular basis just to see where people are and how we could address what it is they weren't happy about. Oh, fantastic. You're, you're doing like what Bhutan did, no? They <laughs> give surveys to their and other people and find out what the happiness factor is. Wow, really? They yeah. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Oh, wow. wow so, when will we see that in our country? Sana soon. So you took your sabbatical because, um, are you okay to share why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, okay. if it can help anybody, yes. Yeah. Oh, go, go tell us, tell us. You start wherever <laughs> you want to start. <laughs> but I took my sabbatical before that. Okay. Before I found out. But um, this day last year, I had my surgery. It was It was yesterday. A year ago that I had wow. my surgery, I had my thyroid and lymph nodes removed because I found out I had cancer um, of the thyroid and my lymph nodes. And um, But I had taken a sabbatical a year before that. But that allowed me to really... It's funny because before I found out, I took a sabbatical and I named my hashtag, all we have is now, don't postpone life. So those are my two hashtags. And people are saying, Hoy, that's just an excuse for you to go everywhere you want. Because for me, don't postpone life. All we have is now. Buy Only it na. So, <laughs> buy it na. <laughs> that's my motto. That's, that's a joke. <laughs> buy it na. Buy it na. Do it na. Don't, don't postpone. Just do yeah. it. So, so I did a year of do, just doing that. And um, I really felt encouraged, supported by my team because, you know, they, they really supported me through my sabbatical. And then when my sabbatical was ending, I found out I had cancer. So I wanted to take another sabbatical. And I'm nahihiya na ako to my team by this time. But they're like, you know, I mean, it's actually better when you're not around because we don't get nervous and we get to experiment on things. So they said, just just leave. Just do your sabbatical. Oh, cool. So... So yeah, so they ran the company yes last year, and um, this this sabbatical was really nice. Just you know, not doing anything, just giving yourself permission. I think a lot of people uh, who run their own businesses are hard on themselves. So just giving yourself that permission. I mean, I had to give myself permission. That's why I created the hashtag. Right? It's yeah. almost like a guilt reasoning to everybody. Na hey, I know I'm not working, but all I have is now, huh? <laughs> Like justifying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Justifying is the word. Oh gosh, you know, everybody's living vicariously through you, Lynn, because every <laughs> single day she posts, she's near a, um, a blue lake where she's, you uh, know, stand up paddle boarding. What else? She's walking, jogging by the 
see Stanley Park. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> Just following oh, oh, picture perfect. I want to follow you now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Follow show. your journey. It's only her pictures that have color during this whole COVID um, thing because it's mm. all happy. Yeah. Really pursuing There's, her passion. You're such a great leader in a way because you you are able to just let yourself step back and mm-hmm. let your team lead your company uh, and and give them that that freedom to do so and and by doing that you've seen that they've thrived yeah 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 and, it's yeah, because most of the company owners owners have a hard time doing that Kasi they're always worried eh. Yeah. Nako, what's, what's gonna happen if I, you know, let go or things like that. So yeah, it's a really yeah. big lesson to learn from you. Thanks, Jen. I, I just think na parang why do we put up businesses anyway, right? And, and yeah. in Picture Company, I really believe in seeing everybody get empowered. Like, it's such a great feeling when you see somebody transform because they didn't think they could do it and then they're able to do it. But they won't be able to do it if they can't make mistakes. So even earlier on, and this is something a lot of people will remember about me if you interview people who have worked for picture company, you're allowed to make a mistake. Just don't do it twice. So even <laughs> if it's an expensive mistake, Agreed. as long as we process it in our Monday meetings and decide, okay, that's a mistake, don't do that again. Even if it costs us money, in the long run, you actually allow people to create you know, their own learning experiences because they're allowed to make a mistake. Yeah, and the return of investment is even more than the, the expense. Yeah, and then yeah. we don't yeah. get anxious, right? Because yeah. when you're micromanaging people and you're controlling everyone, it's so much energy from you. But then there's more energy when you allow people to just do it themselves. But they, you, you're, you're all in, in tune with what it is you're trying to create, right? Or what it is you're trying to achieve or why you wake up every morning. And as long as that's clear to you, why are we doing this? It's very purpose-focused talaga, the, the company, right? Why do you wake up in the morning to do this? Okay, then go on your own, diba? Just do that. Yeah. So that's what they say. If the why is clear, then the how will just follow. Just like uh, yes. Simon Sinek yes. uh, starts yes. why. No, your what why your talaga. Why? Yeah. Sorry. That's very interesting. Because that's if you, you were talking about what's a good business book, what is your why is... Such an amazing book that all my leaders had to read it because that's a question. If you go around my my company, if you say, who are you, right? It's The question is really, why are you? And a lot of people, um, all of us, actually, if you ask, what is your why? They would know, right? Why wow. they work in picture yeah. company. Maybe their own why is not clear because they're so young. They're exploring what their own why is, but they know what the why of the company is. Stick. What a great leader you are, talaga. Like what Jed said. <laughs> yes. So another another big leader to follow. Exactly. I exactly. Wish, I wish. So, so Liz, what's in the pipeline? Not for picture company, but for you. What's what's uh what's it, the next step for you from here? Oh, I wanna I wanna be in unlimited coaching. <gasps> Yay. Women, um, how to find their power and be the best version of themselves. Oh my gosh! Wow. <laughs> That's a wild line. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the next question is, when are you coming home? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna come home to you, huh? You're so yeah. Funny. 
Yeah, very. You better. <laughs> you know, it's very interesting because parang in the beginning, I didn't want to go home because I wanted to just be here. Yeah. But if I go home, when I go home, rather, I really feel like, oh my God, I want to I wanna be in Unlimited. You're creating such an amazing vision Yay! there, Ellie. It's really, you know, it, there's this book called The Path and they said, when your vision is so clear, people will drop their nets and follow you. Oh and that's gosh. what I feel like doing. Like, wow, I love that vision. I want to go there and be part of that. Oh it's so God. compelling what you're Thank doing. You. Oh my congratulations. God. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you so much. My, my business manager here, Miss Jen, and then my coach, my resident coach here, Eileen Wan. Oh my God, I'm so excited to have you there. It's like, hey, it's guess what I'm doing, Ellie? I'm getting, um, I've enrolled in the Tony Robbins coaching oh, program. So when I get certified, at least I will have credentials. Because you do know I studied for counseling and coaching, but and I have a diploma with, with Ateneo for that. You but um, I wanted to update myself in terms of personal coaching, performance coaching. Perfect. So I'm taking that certification now. Okay. And then in next year, I'm starting my hypnotherapy course it's 12 months oh is it the, the rtt yes, yes. Uh, yeah the mind valley rtt yeah, yeah there are a couple of people mm-hmm. i know who are taking that oh, with marissa peer right yes yeah yes. it's 12 months yeah 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 oh yeah. my gosh look at wow. us we're yes. like coming out of the woodwork all these healers and coaches yeah, and everything yeah. Wow. yeah and i always thought i was a healer huh because that's uh, always too. been my but i think i'm more a teacher that's why the I will start with the the coaching. I really like coaching training and transformation. But I love watching growth transformation. Yeah. So I hope I find my own niche in your little you haven there. You're, you you're actually perfect for it. You're there. You're of, perfect. Yeah, because of what you've done for yeah. the picture company. You have the experience and you... you Yay, thanks for the affirmation, Jen. Yeah, I feel sobra. like new road, right? New road, so yeah. it's like so exciting. But I feel super strong about this this purpose. I'm yeah. very excited for you. I want to see, uh, you know, you, you flourish in that. So yeah. I am going to follow you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And many people will start following you. Because you yes. have the, the healer's journey, that hero's journey as well. Healer and hero, yes. both. Because oh, nice. you, you've been through so much and I was there with you when yes. you went through that. And then, and, but look at her. She's like thriving and stronger and better. I mean, there's so many women who, who can learn so much from you and be inspired by you. Yeah, if they want to follow you, where they can fi- where can they find you? You know what? Right now, my IG is so quiet. It's really about adventure and loving life. So it I is. have to kind of tweak that na. No, so I, I, keep it. I, I'm in this cabin for nine days, supposedly to create content, and I haven't created one. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, but uh, right now, my, my IG is called Eileen's Dharma. Because parang for me, I really promote people living their own purpose. Like to find your purpose, yes. why you were born. That's very wow. strong in yeah. me. And and it's been about it's been about adventure for me, Ellie. Because yeah. um, I feel like a lot of people... I, I read this codependency quote where you shouldn't be apologetic for having fun during this time. 
because um, yes. because it's how we add to the world, how we're vibrating at this time. And, you know, you get haters who hate, who say, why are you posting all these lovely, beautiful things? <laughs> you should be sad because we're all sad because the world is ending. And you're like, but all you have is now. Good. I love that. That's the best justification quote ever. All you have is now. <laughs> buy it now all you have is buy it buy now, it now. <laughs> see I love it just the vibration the energy is so happy right that's how we're supposed to be perfect yeah we can't help anyone if we're not right yeah, exactly. yeah and you're not you're not the majority you are you are you you are exactly a leader that you know you're you're making something yeah um you know different yeah. For everybody to follow. Yeah. Galing. So, Lynn, so, do you have any advice for any budding women entrepreneurs that are starting or, yes. you know, maybe don't know where to start or what to do, but they have, they, they yeah. want to start something? What, what, or struggling. struggling? Oh my gosh. I think, I think entrepreneurship is so, it's such an incredible journey, right? And everyone will have their own. I don't think there's one go one rule that will really help and like for example Simon Sinek starts with what is your why and if everybody just figured out why they do things how does it serve others I I always go back to you'll never feel like you you're working a day in your life if you're doing something you love you were born to do you're good at and can help other people so what problems are you solving in other people's lives for me that's always the magic formula right you have to be helping someone not because you thought oh this is such a great idea and i want to you know um do this because i like it aside from liking it how does it solve other people's problems or how does it help others and um and that's why i'm so annoying i'm so uh what do you call this um passionate about coaching entrepreneurs is because um, I felt I didn't have a mentor and I was just going around like trying to figure this whole thing out. So I, at, when I was my first business, I was 23 and a friend of mine, Leana Ferrales, she also had a business at such a young age. So she became my forum. The two of us would say, how do you do this? How do you do this? Like, oh my God, we had to figure out Dole, HR, accounting, all the things we didn't oh like gosh. doing. And, you know, so, but I think, all of that you can learn, but finding your purpose is internal work, right? It's like when you figure out something or if you're being led to a business idea and you don't know yet why you want to do it, but what were you saying, Ellie, recentering, finding your center? Yeah. For me, our goal as um, business people is to always find our center and figure out why. Why am I doing this, right? Yeah. And so there, so yeah. Fantastic. This is why I, at this age, I'm so excited to coach people because that's what I needed then. Oh, that's fantastic. There was, yeah, there was nobody, nobody doing that. You know, everybody wants to go into business, but um, how you do it, there's, there's not. Yeah, you just have to keep thing. trying, right? Yeah. And what if you had a coach that can just teach that you. can help you. Or yeah. guide you, guide you, yeah. yeah, guide you. That's what You're, I'm doing now. <laughs> My gosh, you're such a survivor, Lean. I mean, that's what I'm doing now. I'm consulting coaches guiding me with everything mm-hmm. yeah because mm-hmm. i have yeah. no business acumen whatsoever not like you you started so well young. you're doing a very good job so you do have <laughs> business acumen <laughs> thank you i have business acumen because i found jen and i found all these other people to help me which is good. thank you another thing you're not alone don't be afraid to 
to ano, elicit the, the help of others who know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that the business of Liana was at Consultas. Yeah, first business. Remember, I, I remember that. He was so super, amazing there. Super amazing. Yeah. What was your business? Time. I had a business resort, a 27-room Lake Island business resort. I remember Lake Island. Yeah. yeah. And now you can call it boutique. <laughs> Then it wasn't called boutique, it was called small. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a boutique hotel. Oh, no. yeah. It's not yeah. there anymore? Or you still have it? No, no. I mean, especially now with COVID, right? Parang... Uh, there was a time we were still accepting private functions just so that we maintain employment there. Um, yeah. But when I opened it then, I was renting it, leasing the space for my parents. Uh, But now it's there. It's my mom's own business. Okay. But she's not really running. Ah, uh, she's not. Okay. Yeah, because we can't really have people going in and yeah. out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So the photos with the lakes, that's Lake Island. The yes. with your mom and the trees and that's yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So when when we're re- when you're ready to have your biohacking retreats, yes. you can take people there. Yes, definitely. Yes. We'll go stand up paddleboarding on what you're doing every day now in <laughs> Vancouver. My gosh. Anyway, I think we've gone a little bit over, <laughs> but this has been such a wonderful conversation, learning from Thank one you of the guys. fantastic leaders who now wants to be a coach. <laughs> yes, it's amazing. Yes. We can't so wait. Yeah. Can't wait to see you get your certification and, and get yourself out there. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. Thank Thanks, you so guys. Much. What Thank a great you. morning for me. And have a good evening. You are listening to the We appreciate you for joining us in this fun and wisdom-filled episode of Queens and Biz. Now be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Okay, or you can also visit highfiqueens.com for resources related to today's episode. Again, that's H-I-F-I-Q-U-E-E-N-S, highfiqueens.com. Remember that you are beautiful, powerful, and can achieve anything that you want in life as long as you have the courage to pursue it. And we're here to support you in the Hi-Fi Network. So don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast because it helps us craft better content for you so we can support you and help you achieve your goal. So go ahead and do it now, and we'll talk to you soon.